all know what a wake-up call is. Warning light on the dashboard when you're suddenly driving in your car. Phone ringing in the middle of the night. Suddenly you not feeling well. I had that experience here, unfortunately, this morning. The last mass all of a sudden just came on me. I started feeling terrible. Didn't know if I was going to be able to get through this mass. That's why we started late this morning because I just honestly didn't know if I could could do it here again. So nothing like that gets your attention when you suddenly just aren't are not are not feeling well. Um, keep all this in mind as we as we. Uh, Listen to the gospel this day, which is a very, very strange parable about this parable of the crafty steward. It's about sitting up and taking notice. It's all about waking up from spiritual slumber, being summoned to spiritual attention. When you think about it, we get easily motivated when we're you know, when your car starts making funny noises when you're driving. Or if you think about it, uh, your bank account. If all of a sudden it starts losing large amounts of money, you take action. Or when you're not feeling well, you can't ignore it. But our spiritual life, well, that sort of takes care of itself. We all know God is love. I have plenty of time. So, we don't pay much attention to that as much. Really, until recent times, people took their spiritual lives with the utmost of serious attention. And there was a reason, I think, for that. Because... In ages up until just really the last hundred years or so, the world was what we would call the agrarian world, and people's lives were oftentimes just literally hanging by a thread. And their lives, too, were oftentimes just hanging by a thread. You never knew when the next plague was going to come through. Or, you know, when your life wasn't going to just be devastated by some natural disaster. There's no predicting anything like that. So people's spiritual lives were, they knew they had to depend upon God. Not anymore. You know, first we had the Industrial Revolution. Then the scientific age came upon us. Now we call it the technological age. Especially in our age today. Um, we are the ones who are in control of our lives, or so we think. You know, we live all of our lives with these, with a click, with the click of our hands. We can get whatever it is we want by just simply the click of a button, so to speak. We are, we are like gods of our lives until something drastic happens that gets your attention. So finding our souls again, finding our souls, I think this is a big challenge in the age that we live in today. Jesus is a great spiritual teacher because in his parables, he always moves from the material order, this world that we all live in, 
And then he moves us into the spiritual order to make his point. In the gospel today, he tells of a rich man who has a steward who is accused of squandering his master's property. He's brought in before his boss and he's told that his employment is about to come to a close. So here's the wake-up call. You're going along in your job and you think all is doing fine and then you get called in by your boss and you're fired. Now in Jesus' time, this was especially disastrous because there was no unemployment, unemployment insurance. There were no, um, so to speak, um, social nets. Someone who was out of work was in desperate straits. So the man does a quick assessment. I'm not strong enough, he said, to dig ditches. And I'm ashamed to beg. So I have to do something drastic. I have to act. Of course, what he does is morally questionable, and the scheme is far from foolproof. He reduces the debts of his master's debtors so that when he's dismissed, he's going to have some friends still left in this life. We wonder how Jesus could make up this morally questionable story to his disciples. But Jesus is not praising this man's fraud, but what he is doing is he's praising his action. And here's the wonderful twist that we don't expect. The master, when he finds out, you think he'd be really angry, but the opposite is true. He's impressed. As Jesus says, the master commended the dishonest steward for acting prudently. And we oftentimes hear Jesus telling little stories about prudence in this life. We have to be prudent. Remember how he said uh, how, the, how a man has to build his house you know, on rock instead of on sand? Another story about prudence. So what do we make of this? Remember, Jesus is using the material world that we're all familiar with as a metaphor for the spiritual life. As I said, we all come to immediate attention when we are threatened, like financially. We're worried. What happens if our health care costs go up? How are we going to deal with this? Or what do we do when gas prices go up sky high? Or if food prices go up? You know, we change the way we eat. It doesn't get biased, these kinds of things, do they? Maybe, of course, the only thing that gets more attention is when we start not feeling good. Boy, that gets our attention. It's got mine here this morning right away. You can't ignore it. Now, are we convinced that a threat to our spiritual welfare can be just as great? And will we act accordingly? That is the question that is at the heart of the gospel today. What is our spiritual life? Is it nebulous? Our spiritual life is about our relationship with God. Our spiritual life is always our link to the eternal. It's always our link to God. In the here and now to the eternal. And our rapport with God has got to be of paramount of significance in our lives. The gospel says this over and over. It's more important than our family, more important than money, more important than sleep. 
More important than physical health. Would you know that this morning? How could we have a parish of 2,500 families and have a whole quarter of the church here missing? You know? Sleep must be more important, right? I'm not I'm preaching to the choir here, but really, sleep is more important. That's the message. Jesus says, It profits a man nothing to gain the whole world and to lose his soul. In other words, what good is it to have everything but to have lost your link to God, to lose a spiritual dimension? It's the spiritual dimension that gives us our vision for everything else in life. If you're blessed to have money, and it is a blessing, but your spiritual life will tell you how to direct this blessing that God gives you. If you are a husband, wife, mother, father, your spiritual life will tell you how to relate to these people that God has given to you. If you have success or fame, your spiritual life will tell you what to do with this in your life. Why do people get lost? They have all these worldly things, but they've lost their souls, and they don't know what to do with all that they have. The great virtue of the unjust steward is that he realized the peril of his situation, and he acted. So as we listen to the gospel today, we ask ourselves, am I in a similar situation that is just as dangerous spiritually as the unjust steward? And if so, do I need to act? I'd like to close with a story, a story of a man by the name of John Newton. He was a slave trader. He would pack all these slaves like sardines into ships, and thousands upon thousands died on that passage across the Atlantic Ocean to the New World. One day when he was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and he was halfway across, he had this extraordinary spiritual insight he was lost, that he had lost his soul. So right then and there, he stopped the ship, turned it around and headed back to Africa, and he released all those slaves that were on his ship. We know John Newton today because he wrote a song that we all sing, Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. So the great thing about John Newton, like the unjust steward, is that he had a wake-up call, that he realized he was in danger of losing his soul, and he acted. So how is it that we have to act now in our lives? Maybe we have it all, pleasure, power, money. But in what way, maybe, are we losing our way? Pay attention. Not more dangerous than losing our soul. Act. Not tomorrow, not next week, but act now.